0: Yes, the ELD mandate has definitely made it worse. States need to provide more parking for truck drivers. They want their goods. and want their <laughs> Starbucks and other things like that and the weaves and, and, and the nails and whatever else they may want. Baby diapers. We bring that. They need to honor that. So they need to have us a place to park that's safe for us truck drivers. Thank you.
1: This is Overdrive Radio. I'm Todd Dills and in this week's podcast we're taking a run through the mailbag talking as suggested by the caller you heard at the top about the parking issue since the ELD mandate came into effect and particularly the question of whether there's a real difference in driver's ability to effectively find a spot or whether it's all just a matter of awareness. But before we get into that I wanted to share an experience Oregon-based trucker Tom Warner left a message about. i have been calling to him for more details but This particular situation speaks directly to the concerns of so many about electronic logs headed into the mandate. You might well recall my reporting on what FMCSA and many state reps, too, were advising drivers to do when circumstances on the road forced them into recording a violation. We were talking then about things like having to move the truck while parked for a 10 hour break for whatever reason, or going over drive time, searching for parking space. Small violations, generally, that don't rise to the level of seriousness that would warrant a blemish on a record, on uh, driver's or carrier safety record. I know a lot of drivers scoffed at regulators and officers' advice simply to log it like it happened. Annotate the log describing the circumstances and then hope for leniency, essentially. Should the violation be noticed by a law enforcement authority down the line? Warner's situation is not exactly that, but it's similar enough, I'd say.
2: Yeah, my name is Tom Warner. I'm out of Canby, Oregon, truck driver. I just want to say something on the ELD subject. I just yesterday uh, got pulled over by Officer Stone, state trooper in the state of Oregon. Uh, My ELD, we've been getting used to it. I had uh, shut down three days prior and forgot to log out. So I it stayed on duty all night while I was sleeping. But I, it shows the location. I stayed at that location for 11 hours, and uh, it, it was clear that that's what happened. And I explained that to him and showed him that. And he says, well, all I have to go by is your grid, you know, your, your, uh, your log. I said, this is part of the log. I put in a remark right there that I had forgot to log out for off-duty. So you can see that I was off-duty. And he violates me and shuts me down for 10 hours, even though he conceived it was an honest awesome mistake. And, uh, with that kind of assistance, I'd say, from the, uh, from the officers, uh, that's making the EOD even worse. There's no, absolutely no reason. He violated me for uh, exceeding my 70 hours because I showed I was on duty for 18 hours that day, sitting at the same location for 11 hours of it, which, uh, it was just ridiculous. So, if they're gonna do stuff like that, then, I don't even see what the sense is us
1: even trying. The frustration is real, and I know Warner's not alone in that. But once drivers using ELDs are in full control of the log and on duty not driving time is in fact editable, which Warner may well have done after he realized his mistake in not going off duty, given his reference to a remark put in describing his mistake. The original record, however, would also have been available in the ELD to the inspecting officer, and the decision about whether to issue a violation or not then comes down to officer discretion and the facts of the case. At the same time, if Warner is driving for a carrier utilizing one of the grandfathered AOBRD previous generation electronic logs, he may, well, not have had the ability to edit the logs at all, depending on the device and depending on the carrier many utilizing such devices end up doing any uh, editing of logs on the back end. I'd suggest, ultimately, that this is one of those situations FMCSA needs to know about given their pre-mandate emphasis on requests for officer leniency in these situations and a data queue challenge of the violation could be a simple way to make that happen. You can find more on that subject via overdriveonline.com, of course, and if you've experienced a similar situation with an officer unwilling to accept an annotated explanation of a meager violation like this recorded by an ELD, drop us a message on the podcast line, 530-408-6423. Speaking of that line, numerous readers offered thoughts on the parking problem and its connection to the ELD mandate, or the lack of a connection, as it were, though just a single caller was of that particular mind.
3: Yeah, my name's Clyde Branding. I live in Paquilla,
4: Florida. I've been over the road for 18 years. I've been on electronic logs since 2011. Never have a problem finding a place to park. Trip planning is the problem. Not the electronic logs.
1: There were, however, plenty such comments under my Channel 19 blog post from yesterday, as posted to Overdrive's Facebook page. Robert Cooper noted that, quote, Personally, I haven't seen any increase in the problem. The same places that were crappy for parking are still crappy for parking." End quote. Too many, he believes, are all too quick to blame it all on ELDs. Cooper went on to note ELDs for sure have impacted the industry, but, quote, I'd say that how each company tackles the problems is the most telling factor. Gripe and complain all the time about it, nothing will change for you. Be proactive and solve the problems by altering how you operate and things will get better for you. And then there was Vern Shore, who put a version of a similar message quite succinctly and in a true contrarian fashion, as it were. Quote, When your cell phone battery dies, you quit talking. When your ELD clicks down to zero, you park. Welcome to the electronic age. Like most of life, the secret is to plan ahead. End quote. Such commenters for this mailbag were in a decided minority. However, here's the round. Hey, my name is John.
0: I'm calling from Dallas, Texas, and um, I was reading one of you guys' posts saying about how the parking situation hasn't, you know, increased. It's always been horrible, but you know, since this ELD mandate took place, it's become pretty much extremely worse. For a simple fact, you know, I my clock ended about five o'clock yesterday, Central Time. And generally, before the mandate, you can find a good park about 9 o'clock, but as I get in yesterday, about 5 o'clock, everything was full. And you know, since then, TA has dedicated nearly 50% of this parking to pay parking, you know, trying to make money off of the mandate. And that's just my two cents, but trucking is headed in the wrong direction.
1: While the is right that pay to reserve spaces have been increasing at TA Petro, and some lots out there at a variety of stops in theirs and in other networks, too, may approach 50% reserved, we've been working on a lengthy report about the phenomenon, and TA Petro told my colleague James Gillette that their entire nationwide parking inventory is just 12% reserved at this point. Stay tuned for more on it all at OverdriveOnline.com and in the June Magazine.
2: Yeah, my name is Tom Warner. I'm a truck driver in Canby, Oregon. Uh, Trucks are parked everywhere. And they they say it's not a problem, it hasn't changed. It's definitely changed. I've been doing this for several years. And since December, it has, I'm gonna say 40% more trucks parked on the roads. There's always been a few here and there, but it's everywhere. And if it's after eight o'clock at night, you better plan for an hour to search you out a parking spot somewhere. Or you're forced to park out on the shoulder of the highway feeling trucks go by all night and risking getting run into. Uh, to me, it's very unsafe. You got 15 trucks in a row on the side of the highway with no lights on. You know, if somebody veers off the shoulder just slightly, they're hitting the truck, you know? And I don't know. Uh, this has all been done for safety and I haven't seen nothing in the way of safety happen for any of it. It's making drivers drive tired because they can't stop. Uh, it's just a, it's a big mess.
0: Yes, my name is Samuel Block. I live in Port St. Joe, Florida. And to answer the question, yes, there has been a drastic change since ELD mandate. Uh, I drive, and it's hard to find. It was already hard to find a parking place, but it's really hard to find a parking place now. I mean, you go get down to Jacksonville area, uh, real tight areas, Atlanta, places like that, right there, and. You're not in by 5 p.m., you won't find a parking space. You'll ride for hours. And the ELD mandate has only made that worse, because everybody's shutting down right by the same time. And it's hard to find good, lighted parking when you don't have to worry about being robbed or uh, lot lizards beating on your door or uh, cranky ears beating on your door and you can't get any rest.
3: name is Joseph Hendricken. As of now, I'm in Sebring, Ohio. I parked at the customer where I have to unload. But as for parking anywhere else, if you're not in a truck stop by 5 p.m., good luck. I have parked on the side of the street of truck stops. I've seen people park literally on the interstate taking a 30 minute break. Seen people park on the interstate taking a 10 hour break. Depending what state and what the officers say about them, parking, I don't know. There is no parking, not enough. Which I'm not stupid, there is no truck shortage. We all know what's going down out here.
5: Bigger companies want the rates down, want to control. I have a lane I run from Utah to Denver on I-80, and yes, the parking has got way bad. For finding locations, the obvious you guys in or near, so it's hard to find uh, spots. And truck stops and rest areas are way too small. The Wyoming has a lot of pullouts, and they're always full. Also, Wyoming don't let you park on the ramps, and you know they pay no parking. I mean, <laughs> they it caused a, a bad, bad uh, a deal for this, for this ELD to get in and get rested for the 10 hours. It's just, it's, it's pretty amazing that they didn't take in consideration, okay? And what these drivers? There's more trucks on the road now. A lot of guys are quitting. Next week's my last week. I mean, I've been doing this 30 years. And, I'm done. It's ridiculous.
4: Yes, it's, uh, parking is a big, big issue. The last uh, couple months since uh, the electric logbooks went into effect.
6: Oh, it's so of course many bad things to happen out here. I'm John Steiner
4: from Youngstown, Ohio. Thank you.
6: Hi, it's is from Nashville, Tennessee. I've noticed a huge increase in the uh, Truck stop chains turning their lots into 90% paid parking. Uh, Like a a certain truck stop south of Nashville, it would be east of Nashville, but it feels like south is taken and probably put in 50 free spots versus 80 or more paid spots, forcing drivers to park three deep in the driveway. Park against the barriers to where you can't get in and out the driveway. Then, when I can wiggle my way out in the morning and I start up the highway, in the 62 mile stretch on I 24, I will see anywhere from 25 to 50 trucks sleeping on just the westbound side of the interstate. And unfortunately, a few weeks ago, we've had a tragic accident where somebody was killed and they slammed into a back of one that was sleeping on the side of the highway. Tennessee's also started waking people up and running them off the highway again and not giving any regard to the ELD or if you're tired or not. So people, please try to plan accordingly. God ever bless
4: everybody. Be safe. Hello, this is Mike calling from Texas. And I was calling in reference to the parking since the ELD mandate's been activated. And from my experience here lately, parking is no better than it was before and in most cases worse than places I've just could find a place to park out west. It's just it's just packed and more difficult. So this thing wasn't really thought out well when they implemented it. The whole thing is really a big joke in my opinion. Trucking is really simple, but I don't know why they're doing idiotic things to make it complicated. But it's just too many people making the rules and managing trucking that's never driven a truck and they have no concept. I repeat, they have no concept of what we do. Thank you, bye